And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, September 27th. It is the last week of September. Mark, how are you feeling about that? He wants cooler temperatures. He was complaining to me last week that it was so hot and sticky. I said, not in my air-conditioned apartment, it isn't. What You know, you guys don't keep your air on in September? Is that some sort of philosophical thing? Okay, so Mark basically says that June is really still the spring and September is still the summer. September is my favorite month to go swimming in the ocean because it's still warm and nobody's around. But I have to say in the Northeast, pretty intense currents, riptides, and it's been a little dangerous. So I, I have to, I've altered some of my behaviors, Mark, because I'm a mature adult. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Mark thinks it's, a, it's I have to be careful because if I disappear, he's screwed. Maybe you should buy key person life insurance on me. Maybe you should buy a policy and you would be the beneficiary of that. If you guys don't know this concept, there is actually an insurance product called Key. It used to be called Key Man. Now we call it Key Person Insurance. And the way it works is that, for example, when, when I owned a company, there would be insurance on my life that would flow to the company upon my death to go out and replace me and maybe find uh, the the right person to come in and fill the void uh, or maybe to help buy out. There's sometimes there's insurance that is used to buy out partnership agreements. So Mark, I think you ought to look into that. Um, go see how much it costs to get 15-year term life on a healthy 55-year-old non-smoking woman. Check it out. Let me know. Okay. Uh, Now, that is all you need to know about that. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. We are trying to help you make the next best decision in anything financial. Okay? So it doesn't really matter to us what your issue is. We just would love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us by going to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. 
on that website. There's a contact button. You just click it and then tell us what your question is. And please let us know if you would like to join us on the air because it's more fun. That is what Ross did. Ross is on the line from Texas. Hello, Ross. Welcome to the program. Are you worried about my demise so Mark survives? You feel like you, you feel like you got a little um, inside take on our relationship now? Yes, yes. I'm very worried about You're about worried that. about that? <laughs> I'm worried about that too. I'm not really that worried. I think he'll be fine. What is on your mind, Ross? What can we do for you? I am kind of, I'm ready for retirement from corporate life. And so I'm financially, I'm just wondering if I'm financially independent enough for my next endeavor. Okay. Uh, so we've talked so, about fine before. Yeah. I love that. So Ross, how old are you? I am, well, my wife and I, I'll be 57 at the end of the year. My wife will be 55. And you both are currently working or are you just working? What's the, the division there? Um, I have, yeah, I work full time and my wife has had a part-time job for a long time. So mostly raising the kids and that kind of thing. Right. Ross, how much do you earn right now? Um, 150 probably, let's say a base. Yeah. Okay. And you, are you entitled to bonuses? Yes. So combined with probably 175. Okay. That's great. And what about, um, what about your wife part-time? How much does she earn? It's between 10 and 20. And you got some kids? We have three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the oldest two are out of college and launched. Um, the youngest is a just entered college. So he's 19 and just entered college. And are you guys paying for his college? Yes, we fully paid for the first two and we intend to do the same for, for the third. And we've got um, about 90000 for for that. So okay. probably about three years worth of college saved up for him. What do you think is like ideally when you talk about early retirement, how are we talking or not, let's say um, new endeavor? Mm-hmm. What, when are we talking about this? Like when? Probably in the spring is what I'd like to do. So kind of finish up and ensure I get, you know, the, the year end bonus and uh, contribution to my retirement one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. So let's hear about some of the, the savings that you guys have done to see if this is possible. Sure. So, um, as far as retirement, um, just over $2 million in retirement accounts, um, plus we have a, an investment property that I count as towards that as well. Um, but not as part of that $2 million? Correct. Right. Okay. So what's the property worth? The investment property is worth about 237000 and we um, owe one seventy seven on that. And it, it's cash flowing positive for you? Yes, um, over six hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good. So you're gonna hang on to that. Yes, and okay. we'd like to get a second one. Um, so maybe we can talk about that, you know, in a little bit. Um, Slow down, partner. Slow <laughs> down right now. Just all right. The two million in retirement is it all pre-tax or is there some Roth part of that? What What's the breakdown? Yeah, we have um, about one point eight of that. I'd say is four hundred one k or rollover IRA traditional. You know, IRA. Mm-hmm. Type stuff, and then so tax free is the remaining um, about two hundred and forty thousand. Okay, got it. Non retirement assets? Mostly, it's just in a, our emergency fund, which is sixty five thousand. Okay, got yeah, it. So nothing All right. much there. Okay, well that's that's plenty as long as it's your emergency fund. Primary residence. So the primary residence is about five hundred and eighty thousand, five eighty five, something like that, and. Mm-hmm. We owe fifty five thousand on that. Almost good done. Equity in that, yeah, about five hundred thirty thousand in equity on that. 
And if you were going to have a new endeavor, are you going to hang in that current r- primary residence or is there any move that would um, that you're thinking about? I probably, yeah, I'll probably just stay put. Um, okay. And then I don't really think of that in terms of any retirement. Like I think if I were to sell it, I probably would buy something, you know, equal somewhere else. So, okay. Um, Fair yeah, enough. Just, okay. How much does it cost you guys to live your life in Texas? You know, you make, let's just call it, you know, just south of $200,000 a year that has allowed you to accumulate a lot of money. So what do you think your actual retirement need is? I kind of put it at 90000 to be conservative. I, I feel like it's probably closer to eighty or something less than that. Um, okay. It's really what our annual expenses would be. Would you be entitled to any pension benefit? It's a small one. I think it'd be about $500 a month if I waited till 70 to mm-hmm. take that. If I took the lump sum, though, I believe it'd be right about 90000 so hmm. I do. I'm in, including that ninety thousand in the uh, retirement assets. That uh, okay, about. I got it. What about if you're thinking about like I'm done with the corporate world, mm-hmm. um, but you would be willing to work? Yes. Yes, um, I kind of would like to not have to go back to a W two, you know, ten ninety nine type thing. Um, but um, yeah, I haven't quite figured out what that that new endeavor would be. Okay. Uh, but I'd be willing to do something because I think our goal is um, to not touch our retirement until, say, 65. So let those funds, um, I may not add to them, I may not be able to be able to add to them, but let them ride, you know, for the next, you know, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And so I would want to cover my expenses somehow, some way. And if that means working for somebody else or just doing something else, then I'm open to that. So in your head, as you think about the $90,000 a year need, you're saying to me that you want to find some job that will pay you somewhere like north of $100,000, because I presume your wife would still continue with her part-time stuff or not? Um, yeah, she probably would for a little okay. while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking because obviously I look at, I, I, I wrote down, I wrote down 57 to 65 question mark. Yes, and because, that is the question mark. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Um, you know, if I could wind the clock ahead and you were 67 and not 57, I'd be like, you're in great shape. This is a critical time in your life because, I mean, again, let's just say that you made $110,000, $120,000 a year. Your wife continues to make her part-time. And after taxes, it's fine. You cover your expenses. But you got to do that for those eight years, mostly because of the health insurance implication. You just need to have, you need money coming in and you need to cover your health insurance. Is there a job that you, and and again, I know this is all like sort of fantasy land, right? Mm -hmm. But is there a job that you think you could be happier doing for half the money or whatever, two thirds uh, of the money? Or is it just like, oh my God, I'm just going to work for another ding dong firm and I'm going to be just as unhappy two years from now, but I'm be making less money. I probably could find another place, but the last two years at my job has been really rough and, and mm. not enjoyable. Right. Mm. So that is kind of, you know, almost prompting me to, to want to do something else. And so I'm, sh- I'm sure I could find another employer or another job um, that would be a more enjoyable um, that I yeah. could do. I mean, I don't want to crush your dreams, you know, <laughs> honest to God. I, uh, although, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I think that you don't want to touch the $2 million, right? Because you want the two, you know, in eight years to be three or three and a half, right? Right. And right. at that time, 
if you look at the numbers, let, let's just pretend it's three and a half, okay? Mm-hmm. And you look at those numbers and um, you say, well, you know, three and a half million dollars. What could I pull out of that without blowing out of, you know, the the whole portfolio? And I think it gets you what you need. I mean, you sort of do need to accumulate somewhere around three and a half million dollars by the time you're ready to call it quits completely. Now, I'm not saying you will absolutely go from two to three and a half over the next eight years. I'm just sure. saying, you know, I think you could. It could be worse. It could be better. Sure. But, you know, to make the numbers look better, you'd want to make more now. I think you're close here. You know, this is a, a this would be a quite a bold move on your part. I don't think that it makes a ton of sense to leave, except for the fact you said you're so unhappy. And I don't want you to stay some, especially in a hot job market. If you're going to look for a new job this minute, is there a job that you think you can make, let's say, 125, 130, 140, and be happy? Are you looking? Are you actively looking? Do you feel like you have skills that are transferable to another firm? I do have skills that would transfer, yes. Um, I'm not actively looking. I'm looking at I guess because part of that is I'm wanting to retire from the current company. And so to get a job with someone else, you know, would be like, hey, can you start in two weeks type thing? Um, Mm -hmm. So what I'm really looking at is is, um, finish out this time. And then uh, as I get close to that date, say it's the spring or something like that, then I would then start to look um, at that time. There is one thing to to, uh, a little tidbit to throw in there is that my employer does offer pre-65 medical, so which is partly why I would want to retire as opposed to just leaving, um, mm. right, and going to another job, is mm-hmm. they, they, they could cover, the expenses are about $775 a month to get full medical for me and my wife. And Until you're, so, so play that out for me a little bit. So you're, you're 57 years old, it's April of 2022, you say, boss, it's been great, shake yep. your hand, I'm yep. going to retire. Yep. Then what happens? I have medical coverage through them um, until they phase it out, which is after 2025. So I'd have about you know four years or so of coverage, mm. five years of coverage with That's them. That's big. By then I'm 61. Now I do have four more years to cover on the market. Um, but still, that would be big. Yeah, because that would yeah. fl- that would give you flexibility as you uh, to at least in the beginning say right. I don't know if I want a full time job. But I mean, right. did when we said the ninety grand a year, did that include seven seventy five a month for medical? Yes. Or not? Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, okay. It All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel a little bit. That's a little breathing room. That's kind of yeah. cool. Is this a pandemic related kind of business that you're just like, oh? I can't go back? Or is this just the firm has changed or, or changed direction or you've changed? What What do you think has, has occurred in the last two years that made it kind of yucky? Well, I got uh, reorged like three times in about 18 months. And so, you know, being in four mm. different organizations at the same employer, uh, mm. but none of those were my choices, right? So, mm. um, you know, it's not like I interviewed for and wanted this, um, It just, but I got moved. And so, mm. and each one seemed to be just a little rougher than the, the one before it just, uh, you know, branded up. So if you can find something to replace this income, then I think it's great. I, I don't know, Mark, do you, do you think that this is a viable plan? Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Mark says you want to see if after that four year period, whether you would be Cobra eligible. And I bet you're not because that would be gaming the system. Do you know if you are or not, Ross? I, I don't know. If you did find that out, 
it would be great because you could get the four years at seven seventy five a month, then another eighteen months. And I presume that seven seventy five a month, they're not are they actually contributing to that? Is there any sort of um, subsidy that the company provides, or is that just all you? I would think that's still subsidized. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I would think. And I wonder would be cool because that's a great point Mark makes that if in 2025, after those four years, you then get another year and a half out of it for through COBRA, and then you just have two and a half years left. That would be, I think, at least a more reasonable approach. On the other hand, it may be that after four years, you're like, you know what, I'll do the Affordable Care Act because it's cheaper and it's fine and we're good, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so... We can see where you are and also see if you have a job that you like that you may say, hey, I actually would want to be an employee here. I'm working enough hours to be entitled to purchase my own insurance through that company. I agree. You cannot touch the retirement money. You cannot touch the retirement money until you're 65. You just can't because you're really close on the meeting your need. All right. Right. Um, Did you get your Social Security benefit estimate at age, uh, your full retirement age or 70? Did you you have those numbers? I do. So um, for me, if if I stopped working at the end of the year, uh, but then delayed until 70, it would be 42,000 a year is Mm -hmm. the way I understand it. Mm -hmm. And for my wife, if she did the same. Right. It would be about 15,000. So combined 57,000. You know, that's going to cover a good chunk of your needs. So even the pressure to keep the your hands off the retirement assets is eased up once you get to age 70. And by the way, of course, you're going to have to pay tax on the money you pull out of the retirement funds and you right. will, but it'll be at a low bracket and hopefully, God willing. I don't know. I think it's possible. I think this is a possible plan. I really want you to crunch some of the numbers. Yes. I was trying to think about whether or not that Mark wants to know whether we should start stockpiling cash. I was thinking the same thing in your does your company provide a match to the 401k? Yes, 8%. Okay. So in right now are you maxing out, I presume? I'm matching the 8%. Oh, you're yeah. just doing 8%. Yes. You're not putting in more than that. Okay. So keep doing the 8%, but don't put any more money away. And and money that is saved uh, in general, if you get a better bonus or whatever, just pop it into your emergency reserve. Right. I'd love that emergency reserve to be a hundred grand by the time you're calling it quits. Or I shouldn't say call it quits. When you are finding your next endeavor. That's right. (laughs) It's very exciting, right? Um, I also do contribute to the uh, IRAs for us each year. So that's why I don't maximize the 401k. But I switch over um, once I get the match, I switch over to the IRAs and contribute to those. So um, we're putting away about 25000 a year. Yeah. Have, I mean, I wouldn't that. do the IRAs now. Okay. I would just let that be. Forget it. Okay. I, I really would rather you have more cash. Okay. I mentioned earlier about the investment property, about getting a second one. Uh, that no. Yeah. N-O spells no. No No way. There's no money to do that. You'd have to pull money out of your retirement plan, pay tax on it. No. Well, I pulled out of the Roth. My contributions to the Roth, I guess, are... are, um, Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Keep working. You want to be a real estate baron? Then you have to be in your rotten job and reorg three more times. (laughs) Um, What else? Uh, Wills in place? We have a wills. Yes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, healthcare proxies? I don't know about that, though. Um, mm, that's yeah. a biggie on my in my world. I okay. really I think that would be really important for you guys, just to okay. know if something bad happens, my wife gets to pull the plug. I get to pull the plug on her. Right. Okay? 
I think it's exciting. You got to tell us what the you got to tell us how Plan B works. At you must keep in touch with us. Okay, you promise? We'll do. Yes. All Thank right. you all so much for your time Th- today. Thanks for joining us. If you like Ross, would like to come on the air and and run through some scenarios, and I'm going to follow up with Ross because I think it's interesting to hear about people who are making really big decisions in this post-COVID era, what I hope is soon to be post-COVID because we're still in it. But I'm, I'm intrigued by it. And um, I'm hopeful that we can really start to hear more and more of these stories. And I want you guys to share them with each other because I think they're inspiring and they get all of us thinking. So thank you so much to Ross. If you would like to join us, just go to jillonmoney.com and hit the contact button while you're there. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter, subscribe, subscribe to our sister podcast, which is called Eye on Money. Okay, do me a favor. Do something nice for someone else today. All right, would you do that? I would really appreciate it. Grit, growth, grace, and a little gratitude. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 